by far one of the coolest things I have ever done in 25 years of helping couples is launch this VIP Inner Circle membership. Check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP. Get 24-7 digital coaching from me, yours truly, Michael Smalley. Find a community, find other people where you get to interact with me every single week. You get to ask your questions. We get to have conversations about the things that matter most to you. Again, check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP. I'm re-airing an important series, The Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. If you're a dude trying to win back your girl, pay attention. There are some obvious traps causing you to fail in your mission. Go to smalleyinstitute.com and join the free online community and course, Win Back the Heart of Your Wife. Now, here's me and Seth, my old comrade in arms and the hero's guide to winning back your wife. Welcome to our sixth installment of the hero's guide to winning back your wife series. Today, gentlemen, you get to discover exactly how a real man a hero kind of man seeks forgiveness. And trust us, the hard part isn't seeking forgiveness, but rather handling the possible reaction of your wife like a hero. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley, along with my co-host sitting to my left. Seth Johnson. And Seth, as you are well aware, I hurt my neck last night. Mm-hmm. Yes. I slept poorly. And I genuinely can't even look at you right now. <laughs> You've reached that point in your life in which sleeping causes injury. Well, and if you're trying to be a professional podcaster, radio host, you got to keep your mouth right in front of the microphone. It's true. So technically, you just turn your head. To, you know, I need to like keep my mouth on the microphone and turn my <laughs> head toward And it's really hard. I think my left arm is going numb right now. <laughs> Things it's are fine. not good. Look, I, it could be a bad neck or a major heart attack. J- oh. Is um, it your left arm or right arm with a heart attack? I don't know. Feels like we should call someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. it's probably too late. <laughs> Way too late. I'm gone. So, all right. I've I've really been enjoying the Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife series. It was inspired by my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm who we barely ever have on it because it's kind <laughs> right. of a hassle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Roger. Yeah. We love you. We but do. The whole schedule thing. Yeah. And he's, for some reason, not willing to drive down here. Three and a half hours. Yeah. That would show me commitment. Exactly. You're not a hero, Roger. I think it would show our listening audience commitment as I well. I do, too. I do, too. Is it uncomfortable that I'm talking to you but staring straight ahead? No. not Not looking at you? Because I know you're a big eye contact guy. Huge eye contact guy. Yeah, and it's it's so painful right now. <laughs> but you know what? I'm a hero. <laughs> oh, going back to the street. So, all right. We're going to talk today about some key strategies for you. So if you're, if you're on this journey and you're trying to win back your wife, forgiveness is obviously going to be a huge part 
in that journey and we're you know i'm probably gonna write a book on the hero's guide to winning back your wife really yeah probably gonna happen so is this a like if announcement of this book right now maybe right like I, i'm hoping it's an accountability okay <laughs> That I actually follow through and do it. So Roger our, wants to do write it with me. If our dozen of listeners decides to like yeah. r- rally and petition yeah. and write in, if they're like, "Do it!" <laughs> if I can get at least two emails that say, "Please write this book," I'll write it. All right, there you go. The gauntlet has been thrown down, <laughs> listeners, and that's a bar. That's a high bar, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but we get it. It's done. With your help and your support. So actually, if you go to smalleyinstitute.com, and uh, you can download actually a free ebook on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get into every nuance of forgiveness on the show today. All the nooks and crannies. Yeah, they're I, in the free I will in the book one day, like yeah. twelve years from now. <laughs> it depends on how how long it takes these listening audience yeah. to write in these I emails know, to get that second one. Yeah. <laughs> And it can't be my mom. Because I already wrote in one. So we're only one away. (laughs) So it can't be you and my mom. Those don't count as the two emails. So you can learn a lot about forgiveness. Honestly, it's a really good ebook. So it's, you know, it's not like a sales pitch or anything. It'll give you everything you need to know about forgiveness. Because oftentimes I think where people get derailed when it comes to forgiveness is they have such a poor understanding of what forgiveness is. Hmm. So they just don't know. They don't. They don't get it. Um, I think, though, for this show and for the dude out there who's trying to, you know, the hero, the dude trying to be the hero and Mm -hmm. win back his wife, for you, it's going to be more centered around seeking forgiveness. Okay. Is my guess. Now, you may also need to forgive her of things. Mm -hmm. And especially if your spouse, if your wife does not respond well to the changes you're implementing in your life. Right. That's probably where forgiveness is going to come in for that guy, for that hero. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard. Oh, super. You're like, I'm, I'm doing what you wanted. I genuinely am, right? Like, I'm getting there. I'm getting it. My eyes are opened. I'm reading everything I can get my hands. I'm listening to the Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife podcast series. I'm implementing these things, and you're not reacting well. You're going to need to work on forgiveness with her because you got to keep your heart open. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot, by the way. That is not an uncommon thing for a guy to be confronted for being bad or out of control, and then he genuinely makes a life change, and now the wife wants to be bitter. Right. I mean, that happens a lot. And then then the dude will like try it for a time and then feel like she's not being receptive, and then and he stop. goes back yeah. and shuts down. And then you're back to where you were. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. So you got to keep that heart open, and you'll do that through forgiveness. But for today's show, we're going to talk about some key strategies in seeking forgiveness. So I would say the, the first thing that I would encourage a guy is adjust your expectations of her response. What do you mean? I mean, the worst thing you can do. And we kind of talked about this a little bit on the on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Is again, what is the heart of what you're doing? Because if your heart is to manipulate, I just want her back in the house, or I want to be let back in the house, things are probably not going to work out real well. And so, if you're thinking, you're going in, you're like, I'm changing, I get it, I'm going to be the hero. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna charge in there. I'm gonna seek forgiveness. I'm gonna seek my butt off on forgiveness. <laughs> and she is just gonna break down and beg me to come back and, and open the doors and angels will be singing and doves will be floating <laughs> and flying around. Floating, floating. <laughs> Hummingbirds will be floating. If that's your expectation, you're done. Cause it's realistically it's probably going to land fairly flat with your wife. So what's what is, what's the typical or realistic response? I, I I think what I would encourage you or any hero trying to do this is try your best not to have an expectation. It could go good. It could go very bad. It could kind of land in the middle. Uh, my guess is that it'll be fairly flatly received. Mm-hmm. So, so and it kind of depends on where you are in this journey, right? So if things have already started to mend and things she's already reacting positively, and th- it's probably going to go pretty well, yeah. But man, if you're in that pit and you're just you're still trying to claw your way out of that thing, it it my my guess is it'll it'll go either flat, kind of like a eh, eh, thanks, to almost negative. Oh, really? Well, that doesn't sound like a wife. Should I try, attempt my best wife voice? I mean, I don't think that's necessary, but if you'd like to. Oh, really? Yeah. My wife is English. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that didn't work either. That didn't work either. So really almost going into it with like um, the, again, basis with the proper heart behind it. But like, this is something that I I need to do. This is an important part of the process. And it doesn't. It doesn't matter how she she responds. No. I mean, obviously, I want it to be positive. Right, yeah. But realistically, it'll be flat to negative. And and the negative is, are you kidding? Now, you think now, after all these years, after everything you've done, after the affair, after whatever, Mm -hmm. you think you can just come and ask? I mean, it could go that bad. Yeah. And if you've really changed, you'll take that on the chin. I don't. It feels kind of like a harsh or intense statement to make, but if you've really changed, I have a friend who will go unnamed, who has shown me more than any dude I've ever known. You can use my name. I, it was definitely not you. <laughs> Is he got confronted by his wife? He made the changes. His wife went deep into bitterness and unforgiveness. And he has continued to be positive and forgiving. It's he's on like year five. Mm. That's real wow. change. Like yeah. he doesn't hold it against her. He gets what I did. This yeah. might be the ultimate consequence. And which I is part of the, the second. The second point is you have to own the damage. Yeah, uh, w- which you've you probably already know about. You know, and um, what you've done. Well, because we talked about it, and it starts with you episode. Yeah, and so like in that. In that circumstance, like uh, he realized that man, like I, w- though she may not be responding healthily, the damage that I cause is real. Yeah, and there are consequences to there that. are, and they stink. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I'll be okay. I can still do the right thing. And because remember, heroes, you're trying, you're seeking forgiveness. So I'm just trying to by adjusting our expectations. I'm trying to set you up to be okay. <laughs> like. Right. You know, if you go in there thinking the world's going to be, you know, wonderful again, I'd let that go. You don't know. It could, it could not, but that's not the point. 
The point is I have wounded someone and I need to go seek forgiveness. That's an important part. To start that process, it begins with that ownership, right? Which we've Mm -hmm. talked about. There's an entire episode. So you can read It Starts With You. Uh, When you're seeking forgiveness, you want to be soft in both words and action. So sometimes, Seth, you can do a very good invalidating harsh tone. Mm -hmm. So what would that sound like? If you were going to ask for forgiveness, but your heart wasn't really in it, and you were being kind of factual or sarcastic. Hey, remember the other day when uh, I didn't do that thing that you asked? So, yeah, it's, I'm like, sorry. Wow, you you got there quick. <laughs> <laughs> I totally put you on the spot. I was like, you'll never come up. Oh, he came up with that quick and real well. But that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad good? It's a good bad. A well constructed example of a bad, bad statement. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> so your your tone and your words matter. Uh we're gonna get into here in a minute. Let me see, where do I say oh yeah. Actually it's right now. Because whatever you do <laughs> I thought it was way down in the show notes. Because whatever you do, so in your in being soft in both words and actions, it means a soft hand on her shoulder her arm her leg i mean you know if it's appropriate and if she's even willing because sometimes that's how you can tell like how open someone's going to be is as you approach them you try to put a hand on their shoulder and if they shirk away you know Mm -hmm. don't force that right okay if they allow you to stay stay and be soft and and make sure your tone and your words are soft and whatever you do when you're seeking forgiveness do not say i'm sorry why How do you feel about that phrase? Does that feel good to you? Does, is that what Shauna uses? Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And you're okay with it? Yeah. Virtually everyone I know hates that phrase. Why? I hate it. Amy hates it. I don't, so you clearly, Other friends that are far better and healthier and smarter <laughs> so than clearly, you hate it. You've had negative experiences with the phrase, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Gary Chapman has an entire book when sorry isn't enough, which he stole from my ebook. Isn't enough. Right, yeah, but doesn't no, say he talks about. No, that's the worst phrase you can use when you're trying to seek forgiveness. If that's is, just I'm sorry. all you use, well, that's what a lot of people do, though. That's why it's such a negative phrase. Well, that's is not people what you're go. Saying. Oh, I had an affair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it takes me back to my childhood. Is probably what's really going on because my sister, God bless her, who I love very much. You've have you met my sister? Yes. You have? I know you have. I don't know. <laughs> so she's very sweet. You've met her. Yes. She's a kind woman. She's always been incredibly loving, big sister to me. Mm-hmm. Zero complaints, but one. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to do with the she, I'm well, sorry. She phrase. never understood her own strength. She broke everything, including my nose once by throwing, <laughs> throwing. From point blank, we were maybe two feet apart. I said, hey, hand me that. It was like a jug. Mm-hmm. Hand me that. She goes, oh, okay. And and this is what's so precious about Gary. In no way was she trying to injure me, harm me, or yeah. do something wrong. It, I don't know what is broken in her mind, <laughs> but she picks the jug up and goes, woof, overhand throws it at my face. <laughs> what, was it, what did she say? I'm sorry. Like she, my dad, God rest his soul. 
he used to really like give her a hard time. He'd do this real mocking. I'm sorry. <laughs> my sister would get so upset. That's all she ever said. And she constantly broke all my favorite stuff. I'm telling you. So now we get into huge fights over it because it'd be like, can I listen to your Walkman? No, you'll break it. I won't. I promise. No. My father would be like, Michael, let her listen to the Walkman. She's not going to break it. One second later. (laughs) We were, I will never forget this. We're in our Winnebago. She's laying, you know, that bed that goes over the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. She's up in the loft bed that you're not supposed to be in while driving. Exactly. (laughs) So kids, there were rules about that. Not in the eighties. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so I'm sitting on the whatever couch. She's up in the loft bed. She's like, can I listen to your Walkman? I'm like, no, you'll break it. No, I won't. Give her the Walkman. This is my family. (laughs) I'm like, fine. So I hand it to her. I have let it go. It's been like 0.01, 0.02, drops it, shatters. (laughs) She didn't even have it a second. And what does she say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So it could be more my issue. I know that Gary Chapman agrees with me, and we all know he's smart. But yes, we do. We we, we, we interviewed him. Yeah, we like him. You listen to him talk about. He's him. a great dude. Uh, but I would agree with him saying, "I'm sorry" isn't enough. Right. Like that's just that's the beginning. I, I'm telling you though, I still think it's 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 kind of the least amount. This is fair. I'm sorry is the least amount of effort you can put into seeking forgiveness. Yeah, if you stop there, yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. No, but even if I own, like, hey, listen, I know that I've hurt you over the years, right? So this is a dude. He's trying to win back his wife. He's trying to be that hero. Look, I get it. I've been really damaging over the years. I'm sorry. That's great. No, it's not. Because he just validated what we all just talked about in the last episode Uh -uh. and then expressed his remorse. Uh -uh. Now, as we also talk about, we need to move a step further past that. Yeah, what is that step? Is then asking how. Yeah. But most people don't do that. They stop at the, I'm sorry. Yeah, probably so. You and If my neck wasn't so messed up right now, (laughs) you and I'd be fighting fisticuff style. Let's fight now. I'd be Floyd Money Mayweather, and you would be that other guy who probably lost. Really? Is this weekend? It's Saturday, but we're recording this at the end of August. Uh, Yeah, that's true. So, sorry, folks, (laughs) because maybe the other dude won, and my whole example just now (laughs) (laughs) blows up in my face. But, uh, But, Seth, you're making a good point. If if you just stop with I'm sorry, that's the weakest amount of yep. effort you can give. Same page there, you and I. So if you go I'm sorry, you'd better make sure that you're saying, hey, listen, I'm sorry, and I want to know how to make this right, right. or how do I repair this, or what do you need from me? That is so big. And And by the way, when you're seeking forgiveness, don't shy away from the hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, there is no... Right, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. However, if you're outside of Him, man, yeah, <laughs> heap it on. Now, it just like I say this because you're probably going to have to own up to some really tough stuff, yeah. potentially. And the worst thing you could do would be to avoid that because you're ashamed of it or you're so burdened with guilt. Man, you can't. You gotta. You gotta go there. You got to be able to go there. And I know it won't be fun, but it's the right thing to do. 
Yeah. As I swivel, trying to look at <laughs> Seth because of my injury. And then lastly, as seeking forgiveness, you need to take it on the chin if need be. And do you know what I mean by that? I'd be curious. So I'm just going to tell the listener, Seth is hearing this for the first time. Mm-hmm. Take it on the chin if need be. What do you hear? Uh, I mean, that comes from a, a fighting or boxing reference of getting just punched and you just sit there and you just accept it. And you don't, it means you, you don't let punch it happen. Back. You put your, you're putting your guard down and you're letting it happen and you're just like accepting the, the, that consequence. Yeah. It stinks, but I put myself here. Mm-hmm. I had a very interesting conversation with my daughter who called me. I, I, cause I got like a bunch of emails from Chegg, you know, Chegg, the textbook rental. Pl- website ch well i'm not gonna give they haven't paid me squat so it could be peg meg or weg (laughs) whatever it is uh i got all these like emails of of purchases or it was weird i'm like what the heck is going on and so i called my daughter i was like hey what are you doing she's like "Ah, remember remember how i forgot like so at the end of they go to school out in los angeles Mm -hmm. and so at the end of the semester she was supposed to ship those back she forgot. And so she left him at Cole's apartment that he's going to have for this coming year uh-huh. that he's in right now um, over the summer. So there's going to be late fees. And it's right. not like terrible, but because she was here in Houston all summer. Right. Well, when we got back to L.A. for school, she discovered they had been stolen out of the. Yeah. So Cole or the roommate, somebody forgot to lock the storage locker outside. No. <laughs> Yeah, and so, but then here's the deal, though. Reagan made a very interesting comment to me. She's like, but don't worry. I called Cole on it, and he said he would pay half, because so now she had to buy the textbooks. I love your face right now, Seth, because you and I, we get this. Yeah. She goes, but don't worry. Cole's already said he would help pay half, and I immediately... Well, what would you say? You're about to have a kid. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not. Yeah. Well, and, and I was like, and my first thing was, why would Cole owe half? Yeah. Well, because he forgot to put a lock on the storage unit. I go, okay, which is true. Right. I get yeah. that. But how how are your missing, how are your textbooks that should have been turned in back in May mm-hmm. get stolen in June or July? How is that his fault? Well, is it, no. I go, and and you know yeah. where I'm going. I went, babe, should they have ever been in that storage unit? And immediately she got it. She went, oh. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, they never should. I go, girl, you got to like, <laughs> I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. It would have been good for him to lock the stupid storage shed, but they never should have been there in the first place. Right. And that's what we're talking about in terms of ownership here. Whatever you've done when seeking forgiveness, you cannot blame or give excuses or try to justify. That's mm-hmm. oh, that's a big no-no in seeking forgiveness. Right? It's like, yeah, I was closed down, but, but mainly it's because you it's like new. No. Cause we're not gonna get those excuses on that day. We've talked about that mm-hmm. a few times on this show. So you gotta t- so that's what I mean even by take it on the chin, like, hey. You did wrong. Yep, these are the consequences. And I'm sorry if she's not responding properly, but get over it. All right, so then, so you've you've reached out and um, these, these strategies, but what if 
your your wife reacts poorly or badly, which is realistic, right? Yeah, we and we've talked about that yeah. with, with expectations. So my first thing is just exactly what were you expecting? You know, I mean, back to the the, the floating doves. It's like, what did you think was going to happen, dude? Fifteen, twenty, ten years of really bad behavior. I yeah. mean, that doesn't go away overnight. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, and nor should it. I have to. I constantly tell my kids, my you know, people that I love or people that I'm helping in an intensive, you got to earn the right to be in a relationship. So I don't get a so Seth if I'm or yeah if I'm treating you really poorly if I'm rude or belittling or I, I'm probably not going to have a relationship with you. Right. You're not going to want to do this show. You're not going to want to come over and hang out. Whatever. It's because I have to earn the right. I need to be able to treat you well in order to be in relationship. So if you have not been treating someone well, gentlemen, mm-hmm. do not be surprised by a poor reaction. Now, ladies, I am not giving you permission to react poorly. Christ has a lot to say to you, too. Right. Yeah. So I get your husband was not cool, but that doesn't give you an excuse to be uncool back. Because mm-hmm. what's funny is you're now just as guilty. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> you've lost any upper hand you think you may have had. But gentlemen, seriously. Have realistic expectations, but allow her. So if she reacts poorly, allow her the right to be upset and even like to reject your seeking of forgiveness. You've got to allow that. Yes. Uh Oh, super fact man coming up. No, I'm pro I'm processing the super processor coming up. <laughs> the allow allow her to reject seeking of forgiveness. So I guess that that has to be a um I mean not a forever thing though, right? Like, well, no. Well, I mean it could be forever. I have no control on if my wife or others would ever accept my forgiveness. I have no control. I now remember, I am not saying that is the appropriate response by the wife. Right. Yeah. And and okay. let me tell yeah, you, I remember that. Ladies, hopefully that you're also listening. Uh, Jesus makes it abundantly clear. You have to forgive. Mm-hmm. You have no other. It doesn't mean, especially if you had an abusive husband or whatever, it doesn't mean you have to stay married to him. But even if he's in prison, you've got to do the work of forgiveness. Right. Forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. Those yeah. are two totally separate things. So what I'm saying here is your, especially your, it, look, Seth, it all depends on how much damage has been done. Mm-hmm. If you have done, if this guy has done a tremendous amount of damage, it's going to be a hard road back. You may not be able to come back from it. Yeah. I okay. mean, the, the relationship may not be reconcilable because of mistakes that were made. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You still have to figure out, especially when you have kids, you still got to figure out how to be loving to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're still going to be in a relationship with her. You're, you won't be married, but you're going to still have to do this same work. You still got to want to seek forgiveness. Now, natu- normally, even if there's kind of a great deal of hurt or whatever, that initial effort of forgiveness might be rejected. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, last show, when we talked about validation, why she's always right, why you just keep going back there, and you hang in there, and you keep, you will approach every once in a while, <laughs> but yeah. the biggest thing you can show her is that have really changed, and guess what? 
you don't have to do the right thing in order for me to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. That, if you really want to turn someone around in your favor, treat them well when they're not treating you well. That'll really blow their mind. So don't don't get. I mean, I guess I'm saying this because I've I've watched men get what's the word um, get pious. No, it's not pious, like um, super spiritual. Like I'm trying to forgive. I'm seeking forgiveness, and you're mm-hmm. reacting so badly. Like, what is that? Is that a is that a pious? Is it a? I mean, I, you could prideful or it's like i'm holier than thou yeah that's what i'm going for i mean that's genuinely a terrible road to go on <laughs> yeah because just remember for you, certain. Have, you have nothing to stand on yeah so easy <laughs> yeah because clearly yeah again, she's not doing the right thing you already did something that was the right thing as well exactly <laughs> that's what <laughs> i know yeah it's amazing how many people can't get that oh, what gosh. else if they react poorly uh, you need to make sure that she knows that uh, you are always open um, if she changes her mind. Like the door, she can she can come back, she can approach you. Like you are like, hey, I get it. Maybe uh, this isn't the, the time for you, but I'm And here. maybe you're not ready. <clears throat> yeah. And, and by the way, because here's what I would say. Hey, I can see you're not ready f- to be able to accept this from me, and I get why. I've been mm-hmm. a total punk for 15 years. Just know... My door's always open, so if, and and I think that's an important word, if. Don't say when, because now you're controlling. Right now yeah. you're telling her, you will get there. Mm-hmm. Say if. If lets her make up her own mind. Right. If you're ever open or willing to forgive me, I'd love to talk, and I'll, yeah, I I'm will here. be here. Whenever that is. Done. Yeah. And really after that, especially if they're reacting poorly, but if you're going to be a real hero, you need to be praying and fasting on when you should approach her again. Cause you can't be, you, you know, you can't harass her like literally no matter what you cannot start <laughs> harassing her. Cause now you're just that jerk and she will negative belief you all the way to divorce court. Right? So do not harass. And so that's why I'm saying genuinely pray and fast. And if you really want to be smart, I'd put like I guess if this was me in this situation, who would I I would call Seth. I'd mm-hmm. call you. Mm-hmm. I would call Casey. Yep. Probably those two. I, I'm not tr- oh gosh. Now I feel like I'm like if any friends listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, here, Bobby from next door when yeah. I was a kid. <laughs> My old worship pastors in Arkansas. <laughs> Guys, I'm choosing these two dudes because we're practically well, we live in the same community. Yeah. So Casey's closer than Seth, but we're all here. I would call both of you up and go, listen, you know, we're in a big trouble. Amy's filed for divorce. You know, none of this has happened, people. Yeah. <laughs> so relax. Yeah. I I would say, hey, I I went over today and I tried to seek forgiveness and man, it didn't go real well. <laughs> so I told her that if she ever gets ready, that I'm ready. So would you help and just pray and fast with me on the timing to reapproach her again? Yeah. Um, because I, I just wouldn't leave it up to your own devices. You're you're gonna be in trouble. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go back too much, and I wouldn't make a move until the Holy Spirit is kind of giving you that security or that confidence that okay, it's been thirty days or three months, you know, whatever. Yeah. 
um, it's time. And during and that, you can have a community. Is my point. Yeah. And during that uh, time of prayer and fasting, like the Holy Spirit's going to be working in, on your heart all the more as well. Um, so and you're giving a chance for Him to be working on her heart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and you need, that needs to be a part of your prayer. Not like Lord, she's a mess. And <laughs> right. It's like Lord, encourage her, give her wisdom, give. I want I want your will done. So give her a sensitive spirit to hear you. Uh, you want to be praying, bless her. Yeah. Right. Because the Lord says, bless those who curse you. So Lord, I want you to bless her. I want her to. I mean, in whatever ways that mm-hmm. the that God pops in your mind, be praying for her and positively. Don't be praying negatively. Yeah, because like, oh. and, it, and it carries into our, like our next point is like you are giving uh, God the chance to work on her heart because that's not your job, right? And you will never succeed if you try to change uh, your spouse's heart. Oh, man, I've I've listened to husbands try to tell their wives things like that. <laughs> you need to let God work on you, and it that never goes well. Right. Ever, yeah, <laughs> really for anybody, you should. That should just be a general rule in your life. Don't make those kinds of statements to other people. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not going to go well at all. So that's why, again, you don't need to be afraid of this long delay or shutdown in your wife's spirit. Uh, a hero never gives up hope. And those who are in Christ don't can't lose hope because he's in charge. So you have to be able to get to a place in your spirit that you realize I'm okay no matter what happens. Yep. Like if the only scenario in which you're going to be okay, gentlemen, is by winning your wife back, you've lost. Mm-hmm. And frankly, with that attitude, you're probably going to sabotage things anyways. And if you did by some miracle get back together with that attitude, it's going to get bad again. I cannot be dependent on having a wife or children or anything to make me happy. Christ brings that. And so I have to, at some point, I have to genuinely believe I'm okay no matter what happens. Yeah. Is that extreme? No. Am I the only one saying this? <laughs> it's, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. You might be the only person. Other than, you know, the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> so give God the chance to work on yours and hers heart. So we like to end these shows on a hero's guide to winning back your wife. Mm-hmm. Some action points. Yeah. Some hero's actions you can do. Number one, you got to put some time and prayer in before your initial attempt to seek forgiveness. Yes. Right? <laughs> prayer is not like the last thing or like, Oh, yeah, maybe I should pray about this after I've done. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I should have. Yeah, I don't think that went quite as well as I expected. So you, you really, I'm saying, before you go seek forgiveness, put time and prayer mm-hmm. into when and how so that your spirit is in the right place. Yeah, and this is a great time for that community of people, guys, as well. And be like, hey, I'm praying about this and what I need to do. Would you mind praying with me about it? Yeah. Done. And then second thing here is, and, and remember, you can get all of this on this podcast episode's notes. So they're all right here. But you can say something like, hey, I know that I hurt you deeply when I, that's where you take ownership, mm-hmm. whatever it is for, right? It was wrong, 
and I'd like to ask your forgiveness if you're open to it. See, again, it's just, can't tell you how much it helps mm-hmm. when um, you allow people the time and space to be able to forgive you. Yeah, to heal. Yeah, to heal. I mean, the more validating, the more serving, the more kind and patient you are, the better this process is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> awkward silence. Now we'll go on to some of the housekeeping things. Oh. Yeah. You know, like this is the part of the podcast. Like sweeping the floors. And- yep. Mm-hmm. Spraying ammonia. Mm. Getting all those germs. So we do have some direct links here in this episode's page. Uh, to download our Reignite Your Marriage app, which is amazing. It has incredible tools. It has a love talk tool. It has a thing you can build your love list, which mm-hmm. helps remember or remind you when you're frustrated with your spouse or child. It could be a love list for anyone. Access these podcasts. Yeah, the podcasts. And, you know, every Tuesday we send out a little uh, notification through the a app. A little push notification little there. A push, little push action. So direct links to pretty much every major platform. On a mobile yeah. device. Check it's there. Yeah, it is. And uh, what else can the folks do? Well, I mean, you can go online, smallinstitute.com, mm-hmm. and you can further your emotional education. Oh. We've got hours and hours of uh, video and content and surveys just to help your relationship and uh, to build a better relationship. Yeah. And if you enjoy the show, please let us know. That really does help. We're up. Well, at least to the recording of this podcast, 124 reviews, which is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But the more reviews, it lets us know that you're listening, and it helps other people find this little show we have. Yep, it does. The little mm-hmm. guy, us. So Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in only two days. You can find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com. Or call us toll-free at 888-565-6462. By far one of the coolest things I have ever done in 25 years of helping couples is launch this VIP Inner Circle membership. Check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP Get 24-7 digital coaching from me, yours truly, Michael Smalley. Find a community. Find other people where you get to interact with me every single week. You get to ask your questions. We get to have conversations about the things that matter most to you. Again, check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP.